The Baltimore Ravens add Dalvin Cook to the mix, reportedly signing him to the practice squad. We talk about what the move means for the Baltimore Ravens' potential playoff and Super Bowl run, all that and much more coming up next year on this live edition of Locked on Ravens. You are Locked on Ravens, your daily Baltimore Ravens podcast, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into another edition of Locked On Ravens for your daily Baltimore Ravens podcast. And I'm your host, Kevin Ostriker of Ravens Wire here with you on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you so much for being here on this live instant reaction night stream. We're about 945 Eastern here as we're kicking this off, making Locked On Ravens your first listen each and every day. We're free and available on all podcasting platforms. That's in video form on YouTube and audio form wherever you get your shows. Today's episode of Locked On Ravens is brought to you by LinkedIn. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash Locked On NFL. LinkedIn.com slash Locked On NFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Five days a week, plus obviously more content here like these live shows you do after every single Ravens game and every single big move. And funny enough, we're going to have to do some bonus content on this show on Sunday. It's going to be exciting. I'll talk about that as the show goes on. But tell a friend, tell a family member, Ravens news analysis updates. We have it here for you, much like we do tonight. The Ravens make a move. They sign Dalvin Cook to their practice squad. They have the opportunity to come up over these next couple of weeks as the Ravens obviously hope to make a very long playoff run that turns into a Super Bowl championship run. So we'll talk about Dalvin, the whole signing, the reasoning behind it. Why would the Ravens do this? And just what he brings to the table at this point in his career. Then we'll also talk about what it means for the other Ravens running backs on the roster. So obviously Gus Edwards and Justice Hill, Melvin Gordon, maybe even a Jake Funk, Owen Wright. Those are the practice squad guys. Then we will talk about some Ravens and Steelers stuff. And again, if you're tuning in with us live on the stream, you can comment. I see we already have a couple already. Ravens 76 B more checking in. I, I appreciate you tuning in. See, so saying that they like the signing. The Chef 87 saying good evening. He likes the signing as well. So again, if you want to share your thoughts in the chat, feel free to do that. Again, that's a really big part of why I love doing these live shows. I can engage with the chat more so than I can with the regular episodes, which obviously are just premieres. But let's talk about Dalvin to start off here. Let's look at the stats. Now, Dalvin, again, he is a veteran. This is a guy that is not going to be relied upon. And I don't think you should rely on him. If you if you were, you'd probably be in trouble. To be somebody to be at a thousand yard back, or I guess at this point, a hundred yard per game guy, you don't need that. You don't have to have him take 20 carries a game, rush for a hundred yards, rush for a touchdown every game. This is a complimentary move, but I think it's actually a really, really good complimentary move. Now, Dalvin, over the course of his career, again, 28 and a half right now. He's a four-time Pro Bowler, very accomplished in the league, obviously a draft pick in the Minnesota Vikings back in 2017. He has over 6,000 rushing yards, 6,207 to be exact, and uh, whopping, if I'm trying to find the touchdowns, here we go, 47 rushing touchdowns. He's doing all that on pretty solid efficiency, I would say, 4.6 yards per carry over the course of his career. Now, another good thing about Dalvin is he is a receiving back, not somebody who's going to catch 70 passes in a season. Now, his career high is 63. That was back in 2019 during what arguably was his second best season. His best season was when he scored 16 rushing touchdowns. That was a great one. But he's somebody that can catch a pass out of the backfield and be serviceable. He's, he's not a one-trick pony, I guess, is what a lot of people say with that. He's going to be able to come in and make some things happen. But 
again, this is not someone you want to rely on. In the grand scheme of things, if you sign a guy like Dalvin Cook, you want to have him be the guy that can maybe spell a Gus Edwards, change a pace back with Gus Edwards or Justice Hill. And look, there's no guarantee Dalvin even gets activated, right? Melvin Gordon's the guy who's on the roster right now. Do I think Dalvin's a better player than Melvin Gordon at this point in his career? Yes, I do. I would rather have Dalvin Cook than Melvin Gordon. And that's no disrespect to Melvin Gordon, obviously. And I see yes, yes, sir, kid in the chat saying, can't forget pass pro. He's a veteran. He can pass protect. Exactly right. Great point there. Thank you for bringing that up because we've seen the Ravens, like for a Keaton Mitchell, for example, explosive player on the field before he got injured, but they didn't necessarily trust him as much in pass protection. You want to have solid pass protection out there, especially with what we've seen Lamar be able to do. We have Tremor Pulse in the chat saying, love the signing. Hopefully we're using more than the Jets. And so let's talk about the Jets because the Jets obviously released him for a reason, right? Wasn't really getting a shake there. Only started one game, played in 15 of them, but he had 67 carries, 214 yards, and no rushing touchdowns. Then he also was able to catch a couple of passes, 15 receptions for 78, and no touchdowns there. Those numbers are the worst in his entire career, including his rookie season when he only played in four games. The Viking used them. Oh, my. <laughs> they really used him that rookie season. Four games, 74 carries. is almost 20 carries per game for Dalvin Cookie's rookie season. Again, 74 for 354 and two touchdowns as rookie season. This season with the Jets in 15 games, 67 carries, 214 yards, and no touchdowns. Now, I do think there is I, – I don't really know how to put it. I think it's a playoff boost, I guess, a Ravens boost. So stuff like that will be good for him, I think, just to have a role. But I don't really know what the role is. Again, there is not a guarantee that Dalvin has a role on the team because the Ravens didn't make this move to all of a sudden say, oh, we're really thin at running back. We don't trust our guys. The Ravens love their guys. We know they love Gus. We know they love Gus at, or yeah, Gus and, and him being so great, but Justice Hill and, and Gordon, we know they love those guys. But this is in, in case of emergency thing where you can use him in a, in a smaller role. But if Gus Edwards goes down or if Justice Hill goes down during the run, let's say you always have to be prepared. And that's something I think Eric DeCosta has done a really good job at doing this season. I see Zewers in the chat saying, let's give EDC his flowers. I agree. Eric Nicasa has done a great job of not only finding guys that can contribute, but making sure that the Ravens are prepared for the worst case scenario. I don't think he did as great of a job earlier in his general manager career, but look, we got to give him credit. He's learned from that. 2021, we all understood, or I guess it was last year, right? 2022, what the Ravens did with the wide receiver group. We knew if Rashad Bateman, him being essentially the one and Devin DuVernay being the two, if either of those guys went down, they had nobody who could step up. That's not the case. If Gus Edwards goes down, you know you have Dalvin. Is he the Dalvin Cook of, you know, is he the 2019 Dalvin, the 2020 Dalvin? No, you know, four straight Pro Bowls or four straight time Pro Bowler from 2019 to 2022. He's not that guy anymore, and that's fine, especially with obviously the state of the running back position. That's kind of how things go. But you can have a bunch of different things that could go wrong. And you have to, you know, it's not me trying to like, oh, it's going to happen and me trying to be all negative. But we teams go through it all the time, right? Things that are unexpected happen. And you have to be able, if you're a team, to have the guys lined up to combat that, to have the injuries. For example, the Ravens draft Isaiah Likely and Charlie Kohler back in, in 2022, right? Fourth rounders. 
Well, the reason they do that is to make sure that they have guys waiting in the wings for, you know, maybe Mark Andrews does have to miss some time and look what happens. Mark Andrews does go down and the Ravens have these guys waiting in the wings. Why do you have Geno Stone as a third safety? Because he's versatile. He can play. If Marcus Williams goes down, if Kyle Hamilton goes down, they had to use him. And that's been awesome for them. They've done a great job wide receiver wise, bringing in Nelson Aguilar. These are the reasons you make that type of signing. I'm not saying that Dalvin Cook is washed to oblivion. and He's not going to make any impact. Again, we don't know what, what the plan is here. Is this just like the Melvin Gordon signing last year for the Chiefs? They had him on the practice squad, didn't necessarily contribute a ton on that team, right? But it was nice to have the veteran presence in the break glass in case of emergency type of deal. Now, I see Zero saying this could pay off really big in the playoffs. I could see him making huge plays. Can we talk about how good EDC is? He should win general manager of the year. So, yeah, Zero's has been pumping up that EDC agenda. I'm 100% with it, too. Uh, Eric DeCosta, great job here. But, yeah, again, it's, it's going to be interesting to see what the role is for him. I don't know what it's going to be at this point. Obviously, he's not playing above Gus. He's not playing above Justice. I think he, at the very least, is your number three running back, depending on what happens with Melvin Gordon at this point. He's number four. Now, I don't. I don't think, at least I didn't see the Ravens made an additional. I don't think they've made it official yet. So they don't have to, uh, huh? They, they don't necessarily have to do anything right now. I mean, I think the move will become official tomorrow, if I'm not mistaken. So they haven't necessarily released anybody. Maybe it's Jake Funk. Maybe it's Owen Wright. I don't necessarily know. But I do think that this is a fine move. I don't have any problem with it. I'm, I'm excited that Dalvin now, you know, he's a South Florida guy. Obviously, he and Zay Flowers have the same agency. Dalvin posted a picture of him and Zay. So he's very excited. I think he fits into what the Ravens want to do. And it's a signing where, again, there aren't really downsides. Practice squad, I can't remember exactly what the numbers are. I'll try to pull them up here. But I think it's like $20,000 per week, if I'm not mistaken. So Again, it's a low-risk signing. Essentially, it's a no-risk signing because you don't even have to use them. And I think the reward is high if you can make some of those big-time plays and maybe turn back the clock a little bit. I don't know. We're going to see what ends up happening there. But again, a move that essentially is of no risk to the Ravens. He's on the practice squad. If they feel like he can provide some juice for him, they can absolutely do that. But if not, they still have Gus Edwards. They still have Justice Hill, and they still have Melvin Gordon. And if one of those guys goes down, then you can reevaluate and kind of see what the situation is. Coming up in the second part of the show, we're going to be talking a bit about the Ravens and the rest of the running backs. So Gus Edwards, Justice Hill, are they going to rest their running backs this week against the Pittsburgh Steelers? Also, again, continuing to talk about Dalvin Cook and a lot more. Stay tuned for that. Plenty of things to get to on this episode of Locked on Ravens Live Edition. We got a ton coming first. This episode is brought to you by LinkedIn. And I think it's really important, especially as we start off the new year, jobs. Jobs are extremely important. In the start of the new year, every small business owner is asking themselves the same question. What's the one move that I can make that will take my business to the next level in 2024? LinkedIn Jobs knows that your success all depends on the team you surround yourself with. That's why LinkedIn Jobs is great the tools to help you find the right professionals for your team faster and for free. I mean, I've had a ton of great experiences over on LinkedIn, whether it's me finding jobs, connecting, networking, and just finding people in, in this field, in the sports field, that share the same passion as me. LinkedIn has been awesome. And LinkedIn isn't just another job board. LinkedIn has a vast network of more than a billion professionals, which make it the best place to hire. And hiring is really easy when you have that many quality candidates. So easy that, in fact, 86% of small businesses get qualified candidates within 24 hours. And in 2024, I know a lot of people talk about achieving goals, right? New year, new you. The right team member can definitely help you do that. That's why small businesses are at LinkedIn jobs. Number one, delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn also knows that small businesses are wearing so many hats and 
might not have the time or resources to hire. Thankfully, with LinkedIn, the process is intuitive, quick, and easy. Post your job for free on LinkedIn.com slash LockedOnNFL. LinkedIn.com slash LockedOnNFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. We're back our second seven locked on Ravens. Kevin Osher talking with you on this Thursday night as we head into another Purple Friday. The Ravens taking on the Pittsburgh Steelers in week 18, but obviously had to jump on the live stream and talk about Dalvin Cook. Now I've been doing awesome stuff also over at the Ryan Ripken show. Ryan's been awesome and, and Zach and Brad and Rocco and all those guys. They've been great. I've been doing work over there and you should check that out. I was actually live on there. Nick Moore, the Ravens long snapper joined us live in studio. So you can check out that content as well. If you want more Ravens and Orioles, right? Obviously it's a big time in Baltimore right now. And also a quick programming note, some, it's some inside information on how this show kind of works here. I, I pre-recorded an episode for Friday with Kadri Ismail and we recorded that before this signing happened. So obviously I'm not going to air that tomorrow because Again, compared to what we need to talk about, there's no Dalvin Cook content in there. So I'm going to record a Dalvin Cook episode for tomorrow. That'll come out at 6 a.m. Eastern. And then Sunday after the game, after the Ravens and Steelers game, I'm going to be airing the episode I recorded with Q as a bonus content episode, 6 a.m., same time. So you'll get a bonus Sunday episode on Lockdown Ravens, which I've never done before. So first time for everything, I guess, here on Lockdown Ravens. Sometimes the Ravens, they, they make moves and it's not convenient, but it's awesome. So Ravens make a good move in Dalvin Cook. Again, the chat, we have some guys in here that have been talking and it's some really awesome. It's an awesome time to be a Baltimore sports fan, especially the Ravens here. I see we have uh, Jonathan Thompson saying Steelers, we're going to kick you. And again, family friendly show. So not going to read the whole message. He says, let's go Ravens. Alyssa saying we're going to cook the Steelers. A lot of confidence here. It's the Tyler Huntley show in Baltimore for week 18. So I'm hopeful that Tyler can put some good stuff together because who knows, maybe this is his last game as a Raven. We, we talked about it when Malik Cunningham signed. What's the future there for Tyler Huntley? Jonathan saying he loves the signing. Oh, I keep forgetting Zewers is Cam. Cam, I appreciate you tuning in, man. I, the, the username always throws me off, but I appreciate you tuning in and, and supporting the show. I appreciate it. And Cam says the Hollywood Linderbaum trade aged real well for the Ravens. All right, let's talk about that for a second. That That's a quality point to get in on. Ravens trade Marquise Brown to the Cardinals, right? They get the 20, 22nd, right? 22nd, 23rd pick. They pick Lenderbaum with that. And essentially they reset the rookie contract because I personally, I don't think the Ravens were paying Marquise Brown anyway. I just didn't think with the way the offense was struck. Maybe it's a different conversation now with Munkin. I think I didn't think the Ravens are going to pay him. So they reset the rookie contract with Tyrell Linderbaum. There were some questions about Linderbaum with his size, which again, if you, if you hear me talk about it, I was never really, I don't like to discount players because of their size as much as other people do. I just don't think it's necessarily fair to them. So I wasn't as big of a Linderbaum, I guess, hater because of that, but I never found it fair to him. And now Linderbaum is an all, of, well, he should be an all pro in a second season, but a pro bowler in his second year. Obviously, the Ravens had seven pro bowl selections Lamar Jackson, Roquan Smith, Patrick Queen, Justin Matabike, Kyle Hamilton, Tyre Linderbaum, and Justin Tucker. So, all those guys, big congratulations. Some snubs as well. If you want to put who you think is a snub in the comments, absolutely do it. I think Kevin Zeitler and uh, Geno Stone, Brandon Stevens, Patrick Ricard, list goes on there as well. And I see, yeah. Cam saying Huntley's going to want to ball out and show teams he can be a starter. I'd say there are three or five teams that he could be a starter on. I think that's just the opportunity too, right? The Ravens are playing the Steelers. They're not going to have Lamar Jackson. They ruled out a bunch of other guys too. I can't, I can't remember. I'm going to try to find it quickly here. But the Ravens ruled out a bunch of other guys as well, guys who weren't practicing. I Again, here we go. Zay Flowers is doubtful. And then Tylen Wallace, Ronald Darby, Kyle Hamilton, Arthur Millette, Brandon Stevens, Arias Washington, they're all questionable. 
And then guys who are out is Lamar Jackson, Odo Beckham, Kevin Zeitler, Malik Harrison, Marlon Humphrey, Daryl Worley. Those guys are all out. So I, the questionable guys, yeah, Hamilton, I agree. Jeff Rebeck put that out. I don't think Hamilton plays whatsoever. The, the players who are going to play, though, they're not just going to lie down, right? They're not going to just say, oh, well, we're going to just let the Steelers win because we don't have Lamar and our, our best guys are not. These guys are the players that helped the Ravens get to where they are now. Now they're going to be in bigger roles, right? And help me to necessarily play and, and lead them to this record. Obviously it was Lamar, but they're going to have a lot of depth pieces that are going to come in and have played, you know, maybe some special teams roles or some defensive snaps here and there that helped that are going to be playing big roles now in this Pittsburgh game. So they're not going to roll over. I'm really excited for it. And I see Ravens 76 be more checking in from Broward County. Obviously, that's uh, been very well known here in Baltimore, Broward County, Lamar and all that. And yeah, known as the Broward County Ravens. Absolutely. Cam, I appreciate you saying I'm a workhorse. I, I do hustle. It's a grind out here. I love it, though. Tons of work, tons of content. And you know what? It makes it makes it fun that the Ravens are actually good nowadays max checking in saying first time from the live chat max i appreciate you tuning in glad you could check in from the live chat ravens fan from minnesota since he was 10 so max i appreciate that says love listening to the podcast on my way into work because i can't talk to anyone else about this team i assume there are a lot of vikings fans up by you so you might know a thing or two about dalvin cook with all the time he spent over there in minnesota eli saying this was probably said but if i was harbs i'd rest bus and justice hill and play melvin and cook for the steelers game Eli, I agree with you. I do think, though, with Dalvin Cook, I think it's just too soon. I think you can spend this time leading up to the bye to get Dalvin acclimated and through the bye and just let sure it's, – it's a pretty much a no-risk, high-reward thing for the Ravens and essentially in the fact where you don't have to rush him in to anything, right? You don't have to say, well, we need you out there on Sunday. What I would assume is I agree with you. I think they should rest Justice Hill and Gus Edwards. I think Melvin Gordon gets the lion's share. But then depending on who was cut from the practice squad, again, I don't know at the time of this recording, but go out there and give Jake Funk some snacks, some snaps, give Owen Wright some snaps, right? Those guys, they can do some stuff for you. And I think we saw the impressiveness that Owen Wright showed in the preseason to an extent. Jake Funk, obviously Super Bowl winner. He's done some stuff. So, hey, you, you play those guys. I think the rest is really important here. And we talked about this. This is a preview for the Sunday bonus show we'll do that I did with Kai Gismael. But 2019 and 2023, I, I get there's some their conversation and some worry with the rest stuff. It, it's just the smart decision. I mean, it is the smart decision where I, you want to beat the Steelers. I'm not saying they're not going to the depth can put up with what the Steelers are bringing to Baltimore. They absolutely can. But you know that if look, you know what I know, if Lamar Jackson goes down in this game, if they played him and he goes down in this game, the Ravens, that's their season. Lamar is that guy, the most valuable player in the league. If Lamar, TJ Watt gets to him. If, Al if Alex Highsmith gets to him, Lamar goes down. That's the Ravens season. You play it smart. And personally, I would rather risk the rust than risk an injury that's completely avoidable if you're able to just rest them, which the Ravens obviously are doing here as well. Cam saying Ravens have both linebackers make the Pro Bowl. That's a statement. Queen looks so happy in that video. Hope we can keep him, but I have my doubts. I was saying it from the day it happened. If you were if you're an everyday with me on Locked On Ravens. I was saying, I think the fifth year option being declined on Patrick Queen was a bit premature. And obviously, I was, I said he was going to play with a chip on his shoulder. It was a win win for the Ravens at the time. Definitely a win for Patrick Queen. And if the Ravens can't keep him around, it's a loss. Now, who knows if he had played up to the same level, even if the fifth year was declined? I say he would have. But I, they're going to have to re sign Matabike, at least franchise tag him. There's going to be a decision on that. 
But then Geno Stone, Odell, Gus Edwards, Michael Pierce, Van Noy, Clowney, Millette, right there are so many players they have to resign. Queens earn Queens earn money. He's earned a bag, whether it's in Baltimore or somewhere else. I'll be happy wherever he goes. Obviously, I want him to stay in Baltimore, but he's earned it from wherever he gets it. Yes, sir, kid saying Trent Simpson breakout game. Oh, yeah. I, I think that he's going to get some snaps. Hopefully, he can make some things happen. Wayne asking I'm doing if I'm doing a crossover. Yeah, Wayne, the crossover was posted today, 6 a.m. We did it with Chris Carter of Locked On Steelers. So you can check that out. We uh talked a lot about Lamar resting and everything like that. So we talked about if Tyler Huntley could uh end the Steelers playoff hopes. So yeah, crossover was posted, video form, audio form at 6 a.m. today. So be sure to check that out, Wayne. I appreciate you. Jay Riser saying they need to test Cook on Saturday and make sure he's trustworthy in the playoffs if you were to get in there. I, I understand that, but I just think it's too soon to me. Now, the one argument I could see made is, well, he played the entire season, so he doesn't have to necessarily work his way into game shape. They could throw him out there for a few snaps. It's possible. I just wouldn't personally expect it, in my opinion. Cam saying, I'd like to see one series with Cunningham, but doubt they'll, they'll pull Huntley. We could see Huntley for three quarters and Josh Johnson for one or something like that. So I think it'll be a Huntley game through and through. But John Harbaugh said, I mean, we'll see maybe Malik Cunningham at wide receiver. Maybe that could work out. So exciting times in Baltimore. Again, game that means nothing from the record perspective for the Ravens. They're locked in on the one seed. They're the AFC North champions no matter what happens. But obviously that's a, that's the Steelers are talking about, not just any other game. You don't want them to sweep you. So I'm hoping the Ravens do pull it out. Coming up, though, in the final part of the show, we're going to be talking a bit more about the Ravens and Steelers game. Rest versus Russ, Dalvin Cook. We got a lot coming for you. Still to go here on this live edition of Locked on Ravens. Don't go anywhere. First, this episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. And this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. And at this time of year, you know, new year, a lot of people have those goals, right? It's really important to start off the year strong. And there are some things for me personally that I'd like to, you know, start off. I think a sleep schedule, having a more structured one is would probably benefit me a lot, right? But I think for me, around New Year's, all, sometimes we get obsessed with maybe how to change ourselves and just expanding all we're already doing right. Maybe you finally organize one part of your space and you want to tackle another, or maybe you're, you're taking supplements every morning. And I want to actually eat breakfast too. Therapy can help you find your strengths so you can just the extreme resolutions and make the changes that really stick. In therapy, there are a ton of different benefits, such as learning positive coping skills, not to set boundaries, it empowers you to become the best version of yourself, and it isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma, it's for everyone. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give better help a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Celebrate the progress you've already made. Visit betterhelp.com slash locked on today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash locked on. We're back rounding out Locked on Ravens live Thursday night, right before Friday morning. We're about 10, 10 right now on Locked on Ravens. Kevin Oshreger talking with you. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you like the show, if you enjoy the content, we do it five days a week, Monday through Friday on Locked on Ravens. Plus, we do these live shows after every single Ravens game and after every piece of big news. And I would say the Stalvin Cook signing a pretty, pretty big piece of news. So did the Ryan Ripken show around six came back here, and obviously we're now grinding out this live show. We'll be right back here at 6 a.m. tomorrow, still talking Dalvin Cook. Subscribe to the channel, YouTube, really important to me, and I really appreciate all the support. Also, audio form equally as important. I really appreciate our audio community and our video community, plus social media. I tweeted a Dalvin Cook video. It was his college highlights, and if you're an everyday, you know my joke with these things. The Ravens or anybody signs someone who – you know, veteran in the league, might not be the same player they once were. I tweet out 
as old highlights as I can find. I'm like, oh, they're getting a dog. They're getting a dog. And I think, I think the sweet's probably right, right up around 2 million views right now. And everybody's like, you're posting college highlights. These are from the Obama administration, three presidencies ago. It's it's the I started I, the reason it started was with Deshaun Jackson. I tweeted out a compilation, and I think it was like his top ten longest receptions. And the first one was from like 2009, and it obviously it was 2021 or 2022. And everyone's like, what do you? This is 15 years ago. So the comments. That's the first time I think I've ever like laughed out loud, or not 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 the first time, but recently you know to me that's i, I just laughed i died so the, the i have to do it and it got the same response and i just I, I love it it's obviously those highlights are from a very long time ago the ravens again signing at dalvin cook so that's a, a move for them where again low risk high reward i think it definitely benefits them benefits dalvin dalvin has a shot to now be a part of a super bowl winning team potentially so really excited for that uh, Raven 76 be more standard areas, Washington playing, or is he playing? He was playing the nickel good before he got injured. He could, I, I don't know if the Ravens are going to officially activate him off there. I know they activated his practice window, so might be saving him for the playoffs. Arthur Millette though, got to give a shout out to him. I was not sure on the Arthur Millette signing the Ravens, you know, they, they believed in him. They trusted him and he has found his way in Baltimore. He's been really, really solid for them in the nickel. And AJC Senior saying, why do the Jets have cooler helmets than the Ravens? I do want the Ravens to uh, to bring in that, that alternate helmet. I think I am hoping, I'm really, really hoping it's next year. I'm hoping next year, I guess this offseason, Baltimore is able to finally get an alternate helmet. When that rule passed, I, everybody started cooking up those helmet edits. I'm really hoping they can get one. And then AJ saying, let's see some Jake Funk. Damascus, Maryland, that's right. Damascus, he went to Damascus High School. University of Maryland guy, obviously a Super Bowl winner. So he's very accomplished. And obviously it means a lot to him to be back with the Ravens or, I mean, back in Maryland playing for the Ravens. So really exciting stuff. This Pittsburgh game, this Pittsburgh game is one again that does not, not mean anything from the record statistics, whatever you want to say. They're going to rest their guys. The Ravens are, I do think it is the smart decision for them to do that. But for me, I mean, look, you got to look at this as a game that, these backups and, and these depth pieces, they're going to try. They're going to try to win. This is the Pittsburgh Steelers. And on top of that, the Pittsburgh Steelers are playing for their lives. Now, there is a scenario where the Steelers actually do lose to the Ravens and they can still make the playoffs. There are a bunch of crazy, wacky, and wild playoff scenarios, some of which I do think will end up, you know, Bills could potentially be the two seed. They could potentially be out of the playoffs. That's how crazy this whole thing is. But we're not going to just see a Tyler Huntley be like, oh, Lottie Dunn's just kind of be lackadaisical. He's going to be balling. He's he's, he's going to want to ball out there. Guys like a Melvin Gordon, potentially. Tylen Wallace not going to play in this one. I, at least I, I thought that's what I said. But maybe guys like Laquan Treadwell, Charlie Kohler, right? These offensive linemen, these, you know, Tavius Robinson getting some run, right? All these guys are going to want to play really, really hard. And they're going to want to end the Steelers season. And look, we were in the situation back in 2019, right? Where, for Baltimore, at this point, Ravens trot out Robert Griffin III, and you know they trotted out some other guys too. I mean, it wasn't like they they rested a lot of people. It wasn't everybody? I know Patrick Ricard played in that game and this, that, and the other. But the right decision is to rest. But the Ravens beat the Steelers that year, and the Steelers actually people don't remember they had something to play for in that game. They could have still made the playoffs. Now they didn't at about the midway part of the third quarter. There was just you know. I think the teams they had to have lose were blowing out teams, and that was it. But 
the Ravens, they're going to try to win this game. Pittsburgh, obviously, that Mason Rudolph has kind of turned that offense around two straight games with 30-plus points for the Steelers' offense with Mason Rudolph under the helm, which I, I did not have that on my bingo card. <laughs> Definitely not have that on my bingo card. So for Baltimore, it's a game that I think they will want to win. Obviously, there's no tanking with these guys, right? They, they don't want to just, oh, we're going to just try to preserve our bodies and just, you know, kind of stick. If a guy's running at us, we're just going to let him go. No. They're going to hit them. They're going to, this is the identity of the Ravens. It's not just Lamar and Roquan and these star guys. The identity of the Ravens starts up top, works all the way down to the last guy to the practice squad or the coaching staff, to the personnel. It's it embodies everybody on that team. So I'm, I'm still expecting a hard fought game. And look, the Ravens have done nothing. They've done nothing in my opinion to have me pick against them. I mean, is Lamar not playing a big factor? Yeah. 100. If Lamar was playing, I'd expect the Ravens to win by a lot more than I'm picking them to. I think this is probably going to be a low 20s game. I have it at 23-21. Justin Tucker kind of kicks the uprights or kicks the ball through the uprights to win it. So we'll see what happens. And uh, I see Cam saying, did Odell hit his incentives for his contract? That's a good – I'm going to look that up after the show, Cam. That's a good question. I don't know, but – uh, Cam saying Rocky has seen breakout game 100%. Joe, long time no see, Joe. I appreciate you checking in. He said, just got kicked out of a Steelers fan TikTok. Joe going into enemy territory. I love it, Joe. I appreciate you giving me your time both on the Ryan Ripken show and obviously here on Locked on Ravens. So Dalvin Cook's a big deal. Now, not the deal where they have to go and give them all these carries and have them score all these touchdowns. They don't have to depend on Dalvin Cook. And that's what I think is the refreshing and relaxing thing about this whole situation where I think a running back room of Gus Edwards, Justice Hill, and Dalvin Cook, or if you want to put Melvin Gordon there, personally, I wouldn't. But those three guys, that's a playoff rotation I trust. It sucks not having J.K. It's, you know, Keaton Mitchell, those guys. You wish you could have them. But I think Baltimore's done a really good job this year. We'll see what they do when it comes to the offseason and J.K. and Keaton Mitchell, his recovery timeline. But Dalvin Cook will be along for the ride here. How much will he be used? I'm not, I'm not necessarily sure at this point. We will see what happens with this. Joe saying, didn't even answer my heckle. Just, <laughs> they're not playing around. Do they know they have stuff to play for? Pittsburgh does. And again, imagine if you're the Steelers and you have to play, again, your biggest rival, and they kick you out and they're not even playing their guys, right? That must must be awful. Must be an awful feeling. So I, I don't, <laughs> you're, you're doing your best, Joe. I appreciate you representing Ravens nation in there. 100%. That's all I have to hear today. Though, I'm locked on Ravens. Just a quick little stream here on the Dalvin cook situation. We'll be back right here at 6 AM Eastern tomorrow. So we'll be talking Ravens. Of course, stay tuned for that. Subscribe. One last thing here from Max saying, I will say as a Minnesota guy, surprised when Dalvin went to the jets, I think he has a lot more in the tank than people think. The question to your point is how much will we use him as long as he can leave the fumbles behind? What was the fumbles? Let's let's check. I did. I know Dalvin's had some fumbles uh, in his career, pulling it up quickly here. He's had at least one in every season, at least two since his rookie season, had four in 2019, five in 2020. So 21 total fumbles for Dalvin Cook there. So an issue. An issue. He had four four last year, three the year prior, two this year on 67 carries. So it's a fumble about every 35 carries or so. So yeah, fumbling definitely an issue, Max. I appreciate you pointing that out. So that's a good point about Dalvin to end on, which we'll again get to on tomorrow's episode of the show. Again, we will also have bonus content on Sunday. That'll be the episode I did with Kai GS Mal for tomorrow that I'm 
course, I'm not going to air now until Sunday. We'll be back after the game as well. So be sure to stay tuned for our Lockdown Ravens episode coming out tomorrow, our live stream on Saturday, and our bonus content on Sunday. So be sure to stay tuned for that. I'll see you right back here tomorrow on Lockdown Ravens. Subscribe, video form, audio form. Thanks for tuning in. It really means a lot to me. And again, see you right back here soon on Lockdown Ravens.